Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Miss Janie Williams, mother of Patrick Williams of the Chicago Bulls. Janie, thank you so much for coming on Courtside Moms. Thank you. Thank you. So our boys are in the public eye often, and yet the public doesn't really know who they are. So I'm forever grateful that you are here with us today to shed some light on who Patrick is as a person and not just an athlete. But before we get into your journey with Patrick, let's first hear about you. So tell us who is, who is Janie Williams? (laughs) Janie Williams. Hmm. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, uh, entrepreneur uh, from Shelby. I have lived in uh, Charlotte many years now, many years. Um, That's about it. I'm I'm just an everyday mom, love the sports. I officiated for years, a basketball official. I played for years. Um, I I am just your everyday mom from a small city. from Shelby, North Carolina. I love that. So I know that you are a florist. Yes. So let's yes. talk about that. Okay. Um, I've owned uh, Williams Flores uh, 16, 17 years. Um, I left a job, a wonderful job that I enjoyed um, to step out there. The Lord said he had more for me, and I stepped out there in faith. And, and uh, 16, 17 years later, we're, we're prospering. Uh, actually, we are just moving into a brand new location this week. So it's really been, it's really been long nights, uh, a lot of puzzle, but um, a storefront. And uh, we're just blessed, just, just blessed. Oh, I love that. I love that. So your storefront's going to open soon? It's already open. This okay. is our third day in there. So yeah, nice. we're already there. Yes. So if people want to come and get some flowers from your company, tell us, where do they go? We are at 2504 West Sugar Creek Road in Charlotte. Wow, Williams Flores. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so Patrick talks about when he was, I think he said almost in the 10th grade, he started working for you. So yes. what was that like having him work for you? And it must have been surreal for your customers to see this like very tall individual. <laughs> <laughs> Not your average height child deliver flowers. So what was that like to have Patrick on your as your employee? Well, um, he is the third of the his other of the three brothers that also delivered for me. Um, so to me, it was just work. You, you need money. I got plenty of work to do. <laughs> so <laughs> That's so true. Eh? It's like we're not giving it to you. You're going to have to go to Absolutely. work and get it. I'm out working every single day. I don't know why you get. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And these are things as parents that we have to instill in our kids, right? That's right. You want money. You want to go to this basketball tournament. You want these shoes. You want that shirt. You want whatever. Well, here's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If it's nothing but bring bases up, put more, something you can do, yeah. uh, which uh, once he started delivering for me many years prior to that, he was already doing the things that he could do around the shop to make money. Yeah. Uh, but once he got his license, now he could really make more money. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome to instill that work ethic in our kids, right? And it, I like the fact that there was something for him to do versus some parents don't own their companies. You know what I mean? Right. So you have right. to now look for a job and bring, you know, your child to wherever you have McDonald's or wherever we, the jobs that we get them. But here mm-hmm. is like, you have a family business. So it's like, no, Patrick, this is where you're going to work and you're going to help build our family business. I absolutely love that. Right. So. Patrick comes from a basketball family. Like you said earlier, both you and your husband played college ball and his siblings are also basketball players. Mm -hmm. What do you appreciate about him playing today now at the NBA level? 
Um, it's still giving us basketball to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, I, that I love. <laughs> um, but him playing at the next level, it, it's, it's, it, it was just a dream come true for him. Yeah. Uh, so I'm proud that he can now live his dream. He worked hard to get there all of these years. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those that just love the gym. So I never had to say, oh, you need to be here. He would always be there. And, and, and I love basketball. So it's hard for me to always be there. Um, so we would always be in the gym uh, late in the evening, at night, early in the morning together because we loved it. Oh, I love that. And there's, yeah. it's so it's so beautiful when you have parents that have a common bond, a common activity with their yes. kids, right? Yes. And yes. it just, yes. it's like teaching your kids at a different level. And mm-hmm. I find kids appreciate so much when they're like, my mom likes basketball. My dad likes basketball. I can go to the court and play. You know, they don't have to go look for that neighborhood kid to play with. They just right. go upstairs right. or downstairs and call mom or dad and say, let's go to the court. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so before we go further into Patrick's professional career, take us back to the beginning, though, and share mm-hmm. with us your earliest memory of him playing basketball. The How far are we going? That's how young are we going? That's up to you. OK, OK. <laughs> um, his first uh, what we remember most is when he first began uh, and he was probably six or seven. His, his dad has always coached all the boys. Uh, so Patrick, you would have thought it was track because he thought the objective was who's get to the other end the fastest. <laughs> we like, son, where's the ball? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, his, his first year in, in the sport, it was more of a track. Who's going up down the court fastest? Uh, and then he started evolving. But yeah, it was it was funny. <laughs> I love that. He's all the way down. He's like, okay, I'm here. What do I do? <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else is double teamed. <laughs> you're like, Patrick, you're supposed to help. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Listen, this is how they learn, right? When they realize, wait a second, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Let me evolve in this game. Let me learn differently. Mm-hmm. So with your family all being ballers, what was it well, like for him growing up in a house packed with basketball players? I think he loved it. He, I hope he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, uh, now during my years of playing, I'm an aggressive, I'm, a, I'm one of the jump talkers. So, and, and passive, Patrick is more of the easier one. So I would say, Patrick, talk some junk to him when you're out there. Let him know you're going to shut him down, you know. <laughs> you know, so uh, it, it was, I'm sure it was, it was different. Now, his father, on the other hand, is more like him. He's that, that easygoing personality. Yeah. And uh, so I'm the aggressive and he's the easygoing. So he got it different from both ends. <laughs> So tell me, when he plays now with the Chicago Bulls, are you the one telling him, you get in that man's ear? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, son, bring him down. Bring him down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be friends after the game. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Bring him down. Shut him down, son. That's it. That's it. Wait till the end of the game and y'all can go, I don't know, go where you want after. Go to wherever, but... For now, <laughs> for now, like you said, shut Bring him down. down. That's it. That's it. So let's move forward to him playing competitively and then go right into high school. Like what were those years like for you now watching him play competitive ball and then moving forward to high school? Okay. Uh, competitive ball in the college league or the NBA league? Did he play AAU? He did, yes. Okay. So let's talk about AAU and how old was he when he played then? Um, now he has always played up. So if he was 16, he played with the 17, 18s. If he was 17, well, well, it only goes up to, yeah. to 17. So he always played up. Right. Uh, so he was always with bigger boys, taller, you know, more mature boys. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, but, but I felt as though it, it, uh, matured him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it helped him grow. Um, and, and we loved it. It was, it was, a uh, competitiveness, 
uh, because starting so young, all of my boys was, was blessed with talent. So on his age level, he was kind of uh, uh, more advanced. Mm-hmm. So in order for him to grow, we had to continue to uh, put him in positions to reach. Yes. Yeah. So is it fair to say that because you were a basketball player, you were able to recognize his abilities and, like you said, put him in positions that he was able to reach where he's supposed to reach? Um, yes. Knowing, knowing the talent level. Yeah. Knowing that if you're the best one on the court, you're not going to get better. Yeah. 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 So, so seeing that and seeing the, the other kids at that age be like, they they look like they're just getting started. Patrick, mm-hmm. you're going to have to move up in order for you to continue to grow or continue to get better. Yes. You see, I love that you say that because you were able to recognize that as a parent. You know, and it's mm-hmm. fair to say some parents, we just don't know, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, my son or daughter's the best on the team and it's beautiful. But at one point, you have to decide, well, what is your goal? Do you want your uh-huh. kid to be the best in this community league? Or do you really want to flourish this? Does your child mm-hmm. have potential to move forward? And do you as right. a parent want to move your kid forward? Because at that right. point then yeah, they're going to have to go somewhere else. It's great that they're the best at the YMCA. They ain't going to do it. Right. That's it, right? right? So it's good that you had that knowledge to say, you know what, he's good, but he could be better somewhere else because here he's limited. There's only so far he can go, which is fair because, you know what I mean? If he's on level 10, everybody else is on level three. Well, what is the coach to do, right? So that's right. Yeah, That's and right. I, I find now we started out in the we, we initially started out in the charter schools mm-hmm. and uh, and all of them excelled the charter school level. I mean, all of my boys was the, the better at in the charter school. We like, okay, if, if they're gonna grow, we gotta get into public school yeah. because there's a there's a big difference of charter school talent versus public school talent. So mm-hmm. when we moved over to the public school and we went to West Charlotte. And uh, and he tried out, and I said, "Well, Patrick, you know you'll start if you go JV." He said, "I'm going varsity. This is his first year there. I'm going varsity." I said, "Well, all right, son. Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Williams knew what he needed and what he wanted. Yes, yes, and he and he worked so hard. And at that first game, I told my husband, "I said, Patrick will be a starter." before the fourth game. Wow. He would be a starter as a freshman before the, because I seen how hard he worked. I seen his, his level, his talent. And before that fourth game, he was a starter as a freshman on the varsity team. And he remained as a starter throughout his high school years, correct? Yes. 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 And yes. then, of course, now you have this son who's a talented basketball player who is flourishing. I'm using flourishing because mm-hmm. you're a florist. And <laughs> he's flourishing. And now you have incoming all these, these colleges that are interested. Mm-hmm. So we know that Patrick went to Florida State. But right. tell us about his college recruitment from receiving letters in the mail from schools like Arizona, NC State, um, Virginia Tech, Clemson, etc., Mm-hmm. To you deciding as a family the must-haves that were important for him to make that choice. Okay. Okay. Well, we done. Um, I would say we visited two or three schools. Um, keeping an open mind, I didn't want to make the choice for him because right. I knew he was going to live the life. It, it wasn't up to me. Yeah. Um, uh, so we we done a visit of three schools, and I I kind of had my opinion, and I was listening or asking him the questions to see if he was uh, if we were on the same path with it. And uh, but when we went to Florida State, he said, "I've made my decision. I don't need any more visits." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" He said, "He's sure," and that was it. Yeah, you see, and 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 that's good because. Sometimes for our kids, they're young. And 
sometimes when you visit too much, it becomes overwhelming and they really don't understand yes. what they want, right? So sometimes, you know, well, because I, I used to be that parent who would be like, no, no, see all your opportunities and then just go out there and do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's yeah. like, you know what? We've seen three. I don't want to go see the other two. They could be great, but I'm wow. okay here. I found my comfort uh-huh. here. Don't want to remove mm-hmm. that, right? So good mm-hmm. for him that he was like, no, I'm good. Sorry, everybody else. Florida State, yes. this is it. I'm a Seminole. Thank you very much. Where do I sign? And let's yes. go play. So, <laughs> Yes, yes. Because everything that was there, I was I was sold on him, but I didn't want to say anything until he said he was sold on Right. right. And I'm like, great. I like them too, so. Perfect. Yeah. So bring us now to Florida State Games. And okay. what did you enjoy most about watching him play there? I enjoyed seeing him at that level to see how he would fit in away from home uh, with new teammates. How would he uh, arrive at the next level? It's always like when I left home to go to college uh, and I had a nickname back in my city and I'm like, how am I going to start all over again? Because no one knows me here. Yeah. So you have to create yourself all over again. Right. So it was interesting to see how he creates himself. So I said, Patrick, do they have a nickname for you yet? You know, because <laughs> that tells me, okay, if they call you shoot them up or if they call you shut them down, then that means you're doing it on the courts. <laughs> so that's my question. Hey, do you have a nickname yet? Um, but it was, it was real interesting just to see him evolve. I love that. And that is so true. Nobody gives a nickname to somebody who is not doing anything. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that till just now. I'm like, she has a point. <laughs> Note to self, everybody. Get yourself a nickname. <laughs> just saying. Even if you got to make up your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So I'm the whatever. Yeah. yeah. Prove to me why you call yourself the equalizer, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so... He played one season in Florida State, yes. and then yes. the decision came where he decided to declare for the draft. Mm-hmm. As yes. mom, do you think he was ready at that time to make that big move? Yes. Good. Good. Yes, I thought he was ready. Um, uh, now, my husband on the other end kind of wished he would have done another year, but I felt that he was ready through our talks. Are you sure? Hey, have you talked to the other teammates that have come and gone before you? They're giving him wise, sound advice. So, yeah, I I felt that he was confident and he was ready. Yeah. And that's good that you had that talk because sometimes we could shed a little bit of light with our kids and say, I get that you want to be here, Mm -hmm. but you have to understand what comes with it. And you have to be prepared for that because as parents, as parents, we need to prepare our kids, but sometimes it's tough when we don't know what to prepare for. So mm-hmm. we got to mm-hmm. like kind of gauge this and do our homework right. and just make sure that our kids have that ability to play one thing at a different level, but also live at that different level because right. it's not the same, right? College ball and NBA ball is not the same. Right, right. Well, we, well, we, we knew, I mean, there, there's facts that we know he's going to be around grown men. We knew he's going to be a, with bigger uh, stronger players, and he he's going to have to build himself. These are are the inevitables. If you're going to go in, you're always going to be the younger. You're going to be with grown men. You're going to be so so. You can't hold them back with the fear of who you're going to be around. You know, uh, keep I, I say keep them covered in prayer, and they'll be all right. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So preparing for draft, although it can be tough, it's also very mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. So did he share with you the pre-draft workouts and conversations with the teams um, and who he felt would draft him? Yes. Well, uh, you know, after the, now he was during the COVID year. Yes. So he didn't have all of the, the workouts that, that the other gentlemen probably are doing. Um, his workouts were there at the location. And, uh, and I want to say they scheduled it. So it was one, one day, one, another day. So I I believe they done a number of three, maybe four Mm. workouts total. Yeah. 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 And they had a, they had a 
an interest uh, then and they didn't do anymore. Yeah, it, it, it must. And you know what? Sometimes it's good. You're like, okay, this is where you're well positioned. So mm-hmm. let's focus mm-hmm. on that. And I can only imagine how draft was different than in 2020 during COVID versus right. 2019 and then later on, right? Or even before right. all those years. You, you have these kids yeah. that are wanting to go to the NBA. They have this opportunity. And you know what I mean? It's just different. It's like you don't get mm-hmm. to walk across the stage. And you don't get to, you know what I mean? It's just different. Right. Still exciting. Right. Still uh-huh. as exciting. And I loved how it was done. And it didn't matter. So... Let's talk about draft night for you and your family. Tell us, okay. tell us all about that night. What was it like for you um, on that night? What made it special for Janie? Mm, um, uh, we had a small, intimate gathering. Uh, he didn't want it large. He didn't want. Uh, he just wanted a small, intimate uh, gathering. Uh, we went rented a uh, facility right downtown. Uh, Lovely food. Uh, it, it was just, it was just, uh, uh, it wasn't so big that it was um, nerve wracking for him. I think he wanted to keep calm and, and uh, it, it was just lovely. Really was. Yeah. Yeah. So you had your family there with you. Everybody's just right. relaxed, feeling zen, waiting for this big moment. And yes. Now, here you hear your child's name. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go in sitting there, I'm imagining we think my son has a possibility, a big chance, great chance to go. So we know. But then you actually hear the Chicago Bulls choose yes. Patrick Williams and he went fourth overall. Yes. Can you please tell me that moment? Now that you now it's actually real. What did that mean to your family? family now mm, I, I think we were just just happy for him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what was his reaction uh, Patrick is an even keeled child <laughs> you would never know <laughs> um, uh, he probably didn't even have any expressions he's just an even keeled child you you would just never know sometimes I have to say Son, are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what? Sometimes it's hard to get emotion from people and you don't know, yeah. right? So sometimes you're like, wait, right. happy birthday, I think. Do, I, do you like the gift? Or they're like, yeah, I love it. You're yeah. like, you would never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just no, there's, you're not sure how to gauge the reaction. You're like, I right. think they liked the brand new car? I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's him. That's he, he's just even keel. Uh, like I, I think I'm the only one in so all of the boys took their daddy's traits, just even keel, where if, if I like something, you are gonna know it, you know. So. <laughs> that's me too. <laughs> I do cartwheels and yeah, you know, you're like yeah, Wendy yeah. likes it. Wendy likes it. So <laughs> I would love to know what it was like for you to finally see now your son debut in the NBA. And Mm -hmm. what was that like for you? And compare it to the last time you saw him play in college. Okay. Um, I I would say exciting. I, I don't get too into the emotions of it. Yeah. Because I know, I know that uh, it, it was grace that brought him and you got to stay humble and you got to stay uh, thankful. So I don't get too into the emotions of that's my son. I, I don't. I, I just say, son, I didn't see you. Uh, you were in the corner. I didn't see you shooting. I didn't see. <laughs> those, are, those are usually our conversations. Like, pound and pull. I want to see you shoot it. That's about it. Instead it. of me raving on, on who he is and where he is, what he's doing, I'm, I'm more constructing the game. But you know what? I'm sure he appreciates that because sometimes that's what the players need, right? Just to hear that little uh-huh. buzz in their ear from, you know what I mean? Yeah. A loved one saying, we're not coaching. We're just saying, hey, this is what it is on the court. This is what we see. Mm-hmm. Right. Like sometimes I will right. like I, I would tell my son my opinion 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all this. It's an opinion. I'm nowhere near yeah. an NBA coach. You know what I mean? So, but I'll tell him, hey, why don't you post up? Why don't you do this? You know what I mean? And we laugh about it. Right. right. And we laugh about it. So that's like that relationship that we have. It is. It is. And it starts, it, it, it strikes a, um, a conversation yeah. where I'll say, Patrick, if we come off the screen and, uh, and then he'll say, well, that play or, or in the NBA, you don't come off of this or you don't do that. And I'm like, what? And, and then that's a conversation where I'm learning that the NBA is a little different than what I'm used to basketball. So it's really good. It really is. You see, isn't that great? Because I always say knowledge is knowledge and we can always, always learn together. So just the fact yes. that you can have that conversation with your son on his level now, because like, mm-hmm. like you're saying, well, I, I don't know NBA, but now you can say, my son and I actually engage in this conversation, right? Because right? some yes. people are limited. Yes. They're like, you played great. You did well. And it ends there because we and can't talk it. about the play. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you go and did you do well? Are you supposed to do that? What does this position mean? So that's what I say to parents. Right. It's good to understand what your kids are actually doing. Take the time and learn the sport so that yeah. you can have this conversation with them mm-hmm. at no matter right. what age. You know, you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like, yeah, right. your, our kids are 20 and 30 years old and mm-hmm. they have this craft or they have this talent. But if we can still have conversations with them about their talent, yes. it's amazing. Yes. It's like him talking to you about flowers. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You yeah. you know flowers inside out. He can actually have a conversation with you and now you can have a conversation with him about what he's doing and as his right. job. So I love it. Right. 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 Yeah, I I can say, well, uh what's the conversation in the locker room? Uh when you come to the bench, do they tell you that the paint is open? Do you know, so we have the that that lingo back and forth and it's not just how you doing, son? What you eat, son? <laughs> you know, it's basketball, which I, I love basketball, so <laughs> maybe one day he's going to come to you and say, mama, I was telling them what you were saying. (laughs) The (laughs) He's going to say, my mama said, yep. (laughs) And and sometimes I said, you tell them your mama said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Patrick experienced injury early into his professional career. So how do you believe he handled that situation? And what do you think he learned from that experience? Okay. I believe that he handled it really well. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, I was in in tune calling him a little more frequently just to see what are you doing? What are you doing for it? And and, um, I believe in the old time remedies. You know, hey, have you done this today? Have you done that today? You need to do this every day. Uh, So just just seeing how he's handling. Okay, what are you able to do now? What did the doctor say today? When can you do this. When can you do that? So I think he handled it well. I think he kept his mental state well. Um, uh, As far as what did he learn from his injuries? I think he learned that it can be taken away any moment. He learned the appreciation of what he has been blessed with. Uh, And I hear that in an interview. Hey, when, when you've been away from five and a half months of what you love, you really, uh, you really don't know you miss it until you're in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, injuries occur, right? I mean, my yes. son, he's um, going on his fifth year. Mm-hmm. Now he had an injury this year. So oh. yeah, a broken nose, um, his knee just injured. He just actually had surgery a few days ago on his knee. So Oh, wow. um, God bless. I said, you know, I mean, we, we pray that our kids don't incur injury. Yes. Um, but this year, it just seemed he was forever getting hit in the face, and there was always mm-hmm. something. And mm-hmm. looking at that healing process was difficult for me as a mother to go to him and see his face swollen, black eye, you know what I mean? Because he's recovering from this new reconstructed nose because it was crushed. And just oh, to look goodness. and say, like, wow. Like, wow, like this is, you know, you, you, what did you learn from this? Right. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. you said, it can be taken from you at any moment. But Mm -hmm. for him, it was also, what can I do now mentally to better myself? Let me think now. Yes. How to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? How to be a different type of player, how to protect myself when I'm on the court. I mean, 
there's all these things that they have to juggle with. And we don't want them to think, oh my God, I got to get back. I got to get back. He did think that a lot, but at the same time, he understood now I can't go back tomorrow. I'm not going to drive mm-hmm. myself crazy for the next 10 weeks. Right. Let uh-huh. me reflect now and let me get myself mentally prepared to go back for when I'm ready and when I can go, then I'm still mm-hmm. that player that I was a couple of weeks before. So it okay. takes it takes so much gumption for them to think this way because if not, they just sit there and they welt and they're miserable and they're... Right. So I love Patrick's approach where it's like, listen, I'm learning now that it's here, but it can be gone. So what mm-hmm. can Patrick do to make Patrick better? So I love right. that. Right. And he learned a lot uh, being on the bench. Now he has an opportunity to see the game instead of being in the game. So he said he learned a lot from that, just being yep. able to be on the sideline to see it. Right. Now I see where I could have cut, or now I see this player, I see yep. that play. So he yep. was still learning, still engaged. So that was good. And that's exactly what my son was saying when he was sitting there and he couldn't play with his nose, you know, because of his nose. And he had to go mm-hmm. every single game. Like, you know, they, they don't stay home. They got to come. And right. he was like, oh, this is different. Because now you're, you're looking at it from a different perspective. You know what I mean? Like, right. when you're, uh-huh. to me, when you're watching it during a game, you're watching, like, he's, he's a center. So when he's watching the other center play, you know what I mean, waiting for his turn, it's completely different than when he's just not playing. And mm-hmm. he's actually sitting there watching the entire game. Right. Right. And that's a teaching moment for them. So yeah, I know a lot of people don't see it that way, but that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, what kind of teammate do you think Patrick is? From just the conversations that you've had with him. Right. And- uh, I think he's an A1 teammate. Uh, it's just from his, his uh, personality, period. He, he's always been an A1 type of guy. Yeah. Uh, so I know that that anyone that that uh, he is in in relations with uh, the team, the 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 um, the uh, office, I know that he's 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 just going to be an A one teammate. Yeah. What he can do to make the game better, whatever it takes for him to uh, make sure he's ready in order to step up, show up to make the team better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And any, you know what I mean? I think they make him better as well as a player, right. you know what I mean? As a person. That's fantastic. So yeah. last year, Patrick played in the summer league and mm-hmm. that is actually where you and I met. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> what was that experience like for you? And what did you like most about your time there in Vegas at summer league in August, 2021? Okay. The summer league was really good because during his initial year, they had the COVID, so he didn't have the summer league. So when he came into the summer league, that was actually his his second year coming in, but it was over the summer, so just ending up his first. So they thought it would be good for him to uh, uh, test his talent uh, against what's coming in. He done phenomenal. Oh, Oh, he showed up. (laughs) <laughs> he showed up. I'm like, oh my goodness, boy, you look good, you know. So oh. I really enjoyed it. I did. I love the fact that you were there yeah. at the games and you you know and you got something from the games, right? right? That is right. Oh. I love that. I love going to summer league. It's 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 great. It's a lot of yeah. fun. You get to meet a lot of people mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of experiencing that time with our kids um, Mm -hmm. playing. Like you said, it's a different level, right? Because you have all the rookies that are coming in. You know what I mean? This year, in 2021, you had rookies from the previous year that came in that never played. So they're playing at a different level. And it's kind of, it's funny because it kind of makes them the vets, right? For the ones that are coming in. (laughs) Well, he showed up like a vet. I said, all right, boy. All right. (laughs) And I love the fact that you enjoy that time at Summer League. So I'm curious, if someone were to ask you, what is the role of an NBA mom? What would your answer be? My role is to make sure that he has quality people on our team, quality people that is around him um, as much as I can control as far as 
his everyday guy and those kind of things. Uh, just have um, mentors, godly mentors, um, uh, direction. You know, hey, don't don't forget your foundation. Don't forget how you were brought up. I know That's what right. the world is doing out there. I know you're with older men. You're you're you know, um, but don't forget your upbringing. Um, uh, on the business side, you want to make sure that that their finances is managed well. You want to and 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 I'm uh, I'm uh, very excited or, or interested in the financial side. So I know products and those kind of things. So just just making sure you're managing the business as well as as your son and and uh, the team themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of finances. When our kids come into money, many things change. Yes. I know that you have a great insight on this subject. So what advice would you give to a parent of a rookie player on how to make sure that their child is financially safe or as financially safe as possible? Okay. I would initially say um, to invest. We don't have to try to grow it anymore. Uh, because they have the wealth now, we just need to make sure they maintain the wealth versus versus uh, a Main Street family that is trying to obtain the wealth. We have been blessed that we have the wealth. Our job now is to maintain it and grow it. Um, so those would be the conversations on, on wise investments, uh, things that's going to grow um, where you're not going to lose. I, I, I wouldn't have anyone in the roller coaster of the stock markets and those kind of things right now. But but just maintaining, uh, getting educated on on the products that's out there that gives great dividends, great returns. Yeah. You see, I love that answer. And I would, me personally, I would add to that. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to invest right away. Yes, absolutely. Because, yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes you have parents that say, oh, my son's just a rookie this year and or, you know, his salary's low, 800000 or <laughs> a million. We're going to wait, you know oh, what my. I mean, until his next contract when he's at oh, $10 million, and then we're going to start investing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? First uh, of all, right. you're developing this habit. If our kids get into money and didn't have all this money before and they're not taught how to invest from the onset. Ooh. By the time they get a couple of years in and they've already developed these habits of spending all their money with nobody managing, yes. do you really think come second contract that really they're going to start saying, you know, let me allow so-and-so a company to come in and help me with my money? In their brain, they're going to be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good, and, right. Yeah, I'm good. I've been doing it yeah. for the past couple of years. And I had to say to somebody once because... I was engaging in a conversation with somebody and we were talking about this and she said, no, mm-hmm. we're going to wait a few years before we invest, help my, our son invest. And I was like, what are you waiting for? And she says, oh, we'll wait for the second contract. Mm. And I stopped her and I said, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but what makes you think you're getting a second contract? Right. Okay. That can, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's be real. Yes, it is. You but have that money away? now. <laughs> how are you so short? Like, how, you know what I mean? No, like, yeah. I was like, you're not doing your child or your family anything by holding on. I understand that it's beautiful to get this money and you have what you feel is this financial freedom Mm. now because you weren't able. You know what I mean? I wholeheartedly respect that. But let's not think today. you got to think 10 years from now. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. no sense that you guys were struggling before. Then you come to a three-year period where life is grand. And then on the fourth year, you're struggling again like you were five years ago. It doesn't make sense. No, no, no. And this this is one of my passions to educate the parents so that we can educate the children, our sons. Yes. Um, And and it is about growing uh, so that when when they end this game, they have something to fall back on. Yeah. Something to thrive on. I don't want my son to just fall back on a little bit. I want him to be able to live the life as if he's still in the NBA. That's right. And yeah. and and we've done that from day one. I mean, the, the first year. Oh no, we're 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 investing, we're putting your monies here. We put our monies where the banks and the large corporations put their monies. 
because they're in the business to make money. So you you don't have to recreate, just follow the lead. So yeah. uh, those are the things we're doing and we and we done it from year one. So these are the things I would I would try to educate the parents on or to assist the parents. Some people just don't have the the uh, desire to learn finances, but I can tell them something and I would say go read about it, go research it. Don't just take my word for it. Always know where your mo- child's money's going. Absolutely. And I like the fact that you're saying that because like you said as parents, we have to invest time into our kids investing their money. Because like you said, not everybody understands. Not everybody's a numbers person. They don't get it. They just know he has a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right, what right. do you do with that a lot? And how do you make that a lot now multiply yes. later on? And some people just don't have the capacity. And that's fine. That's fine. But don't be afraid now to ask for a resource you know what I mean? Right. For your kid to have that, you know what I mean? That 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 rolling money. So I love the fact right. that you're saying you right. you can educate parents and I show would love them. to. I would love to because it if someone feel that they could just call you on the phone that you don't know and say, I want to handle your son's money, and you don't know a thing about them, you don't know if they're an atheist, you you don't know if they can manage their own money, you don't know if they're in debt, and I'm like. And you just want me to trust you with my son money and I don't know you. Yeah. Now, and some parents have to because they, they're not interested in knowing about finances, but they don't have to. Right. They don't yeah. have to anymore. Thank you. And, and exactly. You don't have to know about it. But to me, either vet these people that are yeah. coming to you or have your child vet. But you have to do that homework. I get it. We don't get how I'm not a financial person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand money and but where now it comes to investments and growing, I'm limited. You know what I okay. mean? Like I know, okay, okay, you have this couple you have this money and everything, you can grow it. But many of options that are out there, I'm the first yeah. that will hire somebody. However, I'm gonna vet mm-hmm. who's hiring. What have you done with people's money? How did how have you made it grow? Different things. I didn't just say, right. ooh. Oh, you could, you're a financial consultant. Cool. And then just, no, 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 no. Right. You have to actually know who you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So if I were to come to you right now and say, okay, Janie, my son has a million dollars. What's the first thing you tell me to, to do with that money? Um, I would say invest. Let's see, uh, uh, set up the family business. Let's do pension plans. Uh, let's get, let's get the, the parents set. Let's get the sons covered. Uh, uh, do you have insurance? So for any career ending, uh, injuries, do you have insurance? Do you have the pensions? Those are the kind of things that I would start saying right off the bat. Let's get set up. Yeah. See, that's important. And I like what you said, um, these the insurance for for injuries, because that's yes. important. That's very, yes, very, very is. important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, well, you and I will have to have a, a talk offline about investments oh. and stuff, because that's amazing. And that's information that parents need to know, right? And mm-hmm. it goes back to my question about the role as an NBA mom, right? If we mm-hmm. have this information you're laced with this right uh-huh. Uh-huh. so you're that person that we can just hoard to and say jenny i don't know what to do i don't and you can okay. say listen right <laughs> do you have this do you have this you know and, yeah. and it's and it's about keeping that blessing in the family mm-hmm. you know uh the the son is in the nba but the parents is still working. Hey, do you have, are you part of his company? Have you set up a company for him? Are you the employees through the company? And and it's about getting him tax write-offs so that in the end, he doesn't have to pay back all of the blessing that that he's, you know, the the family's been blessed with. You don't have to pay back half of it, 40% in taxes. So it's about all of those steps to get up to the main step. And this is, how you grow your money because you keep your money without having to give it away. See, I love that. And this is why I keep harping on this subject because 
we spoke about this last year at Summer League when I met you, and I was so intrigued. And I was like, oh my goodness, because these are things that, like I said, yeah. I'm, some people are just, you're, you're limited. And I, I didn't understand half of the things that you were saying. <laughs> okay. And because I was like, oh, because why? I'm not a financial consultant. I'm not an agent. Right. I have no clue about these things. But I certainly yeah. went back to the person who takes care of my son's finances and asks questions because okay. now I'm armed with questions. Well, all right. You yes. know what I mean? And, and I was that's like, what I want to do. I yeah. want to give the parents ammunition so if they already have Thank an advisor, you. they can make sure this is what we're doing because they work for you. Thank you. So you have to say, no, no, this is where I want my child's money. This is what I want you to do. And they have to do it or you fire. Uh, you yeah. know, so, so a lot of times they'll tell me, give us their advice, but that doesn't make it right. We still have the final opinion if we have one. Yeah. So we have to know that we have the right to have an opinion. So you, oh, I love this. And you're a million percent correct. And as parents, we need to put ourselves in a position to know. Yes. I'm not saying go out and get a degree in this, but what I'm saying is, like you said, arm yourself with the right information because right. we hire these people and we put so much trust Mm-hmm. However, their interest in our children is completely different. So we yes. have to protect our kids. We have to protect yes. ourselves and our families and our kids' investments and their money and their financial freedom later on. Yes. Because yes. there's nothing worse when you hear some of these players where they're broke, mm-hmm. but their financial advisors is, he's living our Freedom 55, man. He's good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So thank you for that insight that you just mentioned, because it is important that people understand, like you said, how to help your children, because that is the best thing a parent can give, um, is advice on money. And sometimes our kids are like, Ma, you don't know, you don't understand, but we have to take that time to show them. Mm -hmm. This is what I've learned. This is what I've learned. And I've done this for you. I've learned so that you can understand this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I I didn't steer you Mm -hmm. wrong. You came to me when you were on the court and when you're playing, when you're a little boy or a little girl and you ran and you had a a bad knee and I came and I gave you the Band-Aid. What's the difference Mm -hmm. now? What's the difference now? Right, right. And and, and they just have to see us in that capacity. They have to know that we understand because they're thinking... I have millions now. There's no way my parents know how to handle millions. But yeah. we just have to let them know, no, son. And 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 I'll, I'll call Patrick and I'll say, okay, we're going to have a business meeting on this day at this time. When, when I'm going over uh, investments that we're going to go into ETFs and, and, and REITs. And, and so we're talking about all of this. But I want you to put your thinking brain on, your, your, your thinking hat. Okay, it's, it's business time. So I'll, I'll let them know in advance. When we come together, we're going to talk about what's our next investment. What are we going to do next? So he knows. And then I'll say, this is where I'm looking. I want you to go read on it because I want him to know what he's investing in. That's right. That's you know, right. I want you to read on it. And then we'll get back together when we, when we got into the cash value insurance. Go read on it. Read the benefits. Read this. And then we'll come back together and we'll, we'll talk about it. So. It's important for them to know uh, because the last thing we want is the advisor to to handle a piece of paper right before it's time for them to go into court. They're not going to read it. They don't know what it says. They don't know what the percentage is. So I'm like, no, anything that that uh, needs to be signed, it comes through me. So the first thing I tell these parents is get the power of attorney. That way. They no one takes anything to your child. You bring it to me, especially if it's if it's a, a something that needs to be read to understand. I break it down, then I give him the broke down version once we go over it. Yeah. But uh, but that that's always the first thing I'll tell a parent: get a power of attorney. Yes. Be very careful. Be yes. very and, very. And that's careful. just a form. You that's just a form to say anything comes through. You can come through me. I'm the representative. You don't have to go to my son. I read it. I um, uh, if, if I don't know, I call our, our guys on our team, the Patrick Williams team. I call them and we discuss it. And then we got a, a solution to it before anything is signed. 
You see, and I like that, and 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 that's great information because people need to understand what a power of attorney is. I think uh-huh. some parents don't understand really what it is, and they just or okay. the kids, and they think automatically a power of attorney that means you have control of everything, and it's all you, and it's then the kids have no control, and it's like, hold on a second, yeah, it's different levels. There's different things yeah. you can do with right. power of attorney is actually protecting mm-hmm. the kids because they don't know they're like nineteen right. and twenty and. You know what I mean? You never, he worked at a flower shop. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can handle business. I can go right. to DMV to handle business for him. Yes. I can call up um, uh, his bill. Anything that you would say, okay, you're not on here. Uh, I don't have the right to talk to you. No, I have the power of attorney. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I can discuss this with you. Right. So anything that is pertinent to their life, that, that they would have to know about, read about, uh, put calls in, you can handle that business. And and with their lifestyle being so busy, you don't want anything to fall through the cracks only because he's he was too tired, too busy to handle business. You would need a power of attorney so that you can make sure you can call and make sure that everything is, is done accordingly. Yeah. Like I, I would advise parents either if you're going to do a power of attorney, then handle your child's business. If not, then mm-hmm. be there with your child when they're handling business because they need That's to learn. Right. They need to learn. Sit there with them right. because a lot of times it could be things that go right over their heads. They don't know. Yes. Right over their heads. Like I said, he was 20 years old. What does he right. know about investing? You know what I mean? Right. Anything that a financial advisor would say would mm-hmm. sound great to a 20 year old because he's like, I, I got, I got things to do. I got to go on TikTok. I, I got to go on this. Right. I got things to do. And they're not, they're right? not even thinking. Nope. They're just saying, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I, this is what he told me to do. Yeah. I like him. He's fam. He's great. He'll, he'll guide me the right way. And then after right. a while you're like, where's that million again? Where, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or I, I would ask, right. why did he say to do this? I don't mm-hmm. know. Pardon? I'm like, wait, it, if your person is advising you to do things, that's beautiful because that's what we're asking them to do. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand why. Don't mm-hmm. tell me, well, he said it's going to grow in 12 years. That's cool. What mm-hmm. I want to know is how is it going to grow within the next 12 years? That's what you right. need to know. So <laughs> arm your children with information. So right. I thank you for this part, Um with you and, and and helping us educate parents on this component. Yes. Yes. So what do you think that you've instilled in him that makes him a good person and player today? Mm, um, hard work. Um, honesty. Being yourself, no matter what environment yes. you're in uh, or who you're with, you know, um, always be yourself, be true to yourself. Um, but but I think the main thing is he just he's seen that I was a hard worker. Um, he's seen that I'm always about growing and investing. And I was like, Dude, Patrick, do you know this? Do you know if I do this, son, I'm going to make this, this, this. Do you know that if you do this? And it's always it, it, it's always a pleasure for me to see how if I invest in something, then it grows. So So they grew up hearing this and seeing this. Um, so I think that's where the business side of him came in to know that, hey, you you got to be business-minded to have something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. You have to make it happen and you have to understand how you made it happen. How you made it. And you, I, I heard him on one of his interviews when he was, they were talking about... Um, um, they interviewed him working as a deliverer, and then they followed him to the gym and they seen his work ethics on the gym. But he said that, um, oh my goodness, I lost it. Um, but he was talking about time management. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was so proud of. He was saying that in his environment at the school, so many kids don't have time management. And this mm. is this is how they end up behind, because mm. if you can't manage your time, if you can't get up uh, early bird, catch the worm, if you can't get up to to get ahead of the other hundred thousand that's trying to get ahead of you. Uh, but he's talking about time management where he had to uh, be a student, come home, deliver, 
He didn't have time to stop and chat with the kids that wanted to chat and hang out. Hey, I got to get home and get the deliveries because now I got practice at six o'clock that I got to be finished by practice. So time management, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So I was so proud when I heard that, that through the daily process, and this is where they learn, they learn from what you do daily. Yeah. Not, not you telling them something uh, all the time at once, but it's how you live in your life every day. They learning from this. Yeah. Yeah. You see, Patrick had a good takeaway from yeah. his daily life. You know what yes. I mean? As, as an amateur, and he's like, okay, like you said, I got to go to school. You know, I have to hurry, come home and work and then I got to get to practice and I have to do this and I don't have time yes. to hang out on the corner with friends or sometimes, or, you know what I mean? Sometimes I don't got right. time to go to the movies today. I'm sorry. You know, I maybe I can yes. go another time, but right now this is my focus. Be different. Right. I got to, right. I have to, because like you said, there's thousands and thousands and thousands that are trying to get into those limited spots. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm saying it's limited because when you look at how many people want to be there versus who can be there. Right, right. Not the same. Not it's the same. Not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. I know during his uh, high school years, he took, he went to college because he was so far in advance of the high school once he got there. I think he, he came in as a ninth grader, but he was almost 11th grade level Um uh, because he came from the charter school that pushed him so far ahead. So by the time he was in the 11th grade and, and all of his classes was taken and he's like, okay, I'll do gym and I'll do gym one and gym two. <laughs> and I said, no, son, no, son, you ain't going to do gym one and gym two. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so he took college courses. So he's like, I'm the only young one in there, everybody else. But, but just to say, hey, don't do what everybody else is doing. This is an opportunity for you to be ahead. So when you go to college, so when he went to Florida State, he was already ahead. Yeah. His first year there. Yeah. See, and that's amazing. Like he understood that, right? Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. I'm going to have to do a little, you know, things differently than all my friends that are around me, right? Right. Right. For him. So before we get into the fun facts, my question to you (laughs) is. What is it like being the courtside moms of Patrick Williams? It's good. Um, there again, I got to give God all the glory. So it, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's just, it's surreal. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's um, if I can say that it hasn't changed to me, it really hasn't changed me. Yeah. I was I was living good before my son crossed over, and uh, and, and with his blessings and with with the gifts, I'm, I'm living good now. So I really can't say my life changed that much. I really yeah. can't. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. You're right. And, I'm still and working I, hard because yeah. I love what I do in the flower shop. So I'm still there. I, I, I'm not hands on. I don't have to work it anymore. Uh, but I have a wonderful crew, and uh, and, and it, it hasn't changed much. It's just uh, good to be in the limited position. I'm, we're blessed. We really are. Yeah. And and it doesn't have to change us, right? You're so JD. That's right. You know That's what I mean? Right. You're so JD from, I don't know, 20 to 2008. Like, what, right. what's the difference? Like, how does the fact that our kids are in the NBA change who we are as individuals, right? It just... Like like a mom said, and I say this almost every episode, she says, when our kids come into the NBA, it doesn't change us. It changes everybody else. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It changes everybody else around us. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's you're Janie. You know what I mean? You're I'm all, Janie. That's it. You were awesome back then, and you're awesome <laughs> now, period. So, <laughs> so let's get into some fun facts now. All right. What is Patrick's go-to dish that you make that he must always have? Mm. Well, I have three famous dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I have three dishes. Uh, I was an athlete, so I wasn't a cook. You know, yep. the, the, the court was always where I was at, not, not the kitchen. Um, beanies and weenies, mm-hmm. spaghetti, and uh, they love those pigs in a blanket. Uh, broccoli casserole. Those were those were my things. 
Uh, I think he loved the beanies and weenies the most. <laughs> I think. I, <laughs> he ate it, so. He ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, one day I'm either gonna have a courtside mom's um a cookout and we're yeah. all gonna get together or we're gonna have some sort of potluck. Just <laughs> okay. gonna rent a hall because I ask this question every interview, right? So yeah. we're all like episode hundred and something now. So you imagine the food that we're all gonna have when I call all oh, the moms wow. come together and say, Listen, bring that dish that I asked you during the fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna sit for like three days and eat. So <laughs> <laughs> what is one childhood item he couldn't live without other than a basketball? Tennis shoes. Oh. He loved shoes. He loved shoes. So Love yeah. that answer. Okay. Did he have a nickname? And if so, what was the nickname? No, he didn't have a nickname. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> You gotta tell them, get you that know, nickname. You know, you have one from your parents. You, you have yeah. one from your parents, but they don't want you to ever tell it. Yep, so, yep. No. <laughs> it's like when our kids, when our kids sit there, they're like, Mom, did you say Binky? You're like, no, I didn't. I didn't say Binky. I'm gonna tell anybody in the interview. I swear to sit on the interview. See, tell Patrick that you told... <laughs> <laughs> you told me a name, so he'll sit and watch the interview. Don't tell him it was at the end. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give to another courtside mom about dealing with a coaching decision that she does not agree with? Mm, um, I would say we're never going to agree with what coaches do. <laughs> Never, especially yep. if we're an athlete, um, yeah. because my husband is, was a coach and, and there was parents is like, why did they take him out? Why do you know? So we're never going to agree with what a coach do. And I know I'm never going to agree because I'm the aggressive type. And if yep. there's a coach that's not as aggressive, I'm like, why, do, why is he doing this? Mm -hmm. So I usually don't take those things to Patrick too much. Uh, I may ask the question calmly. Uh, why did he take such and such out? He hit 20 points. Why did he take him out? Um, but overall, I'd say we're never going to agree with, with what coaches do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what advice would you give to a player <laughs> about how to deal with a tough teammate? Um, tough in what manner? Um, Let's just say Patrick comes home and says, you know what, mom, I have a player on my team that just, I can't do anything right. No matter what I do, he is never satisfied with the way I play. He just talks down to me. Mm. Something like around that nature. What would you say to Patrick to do? How to deal with this player? Um, I would probably just say, keep your distance. Stay cordial. Uh, uh, let let your words be few, um, be, because their attitude. I wouldn't want that to become part of his. Uh, what makes his day or what breaks his day? Yeah, you know, because you're always going to run across people that that uh, for some reason they think their opinion matters, or if, even if they're not a, a positive personality, they're wanting to impart that on you. So I, I wouldn't let that. Um, uh, change your day. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I would tell them, but don't let it change your day. And if you know that you're doing the best you can, uh, you know, just don't listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. My last question to you is okay. if you could give one piece of advice to another courtside mom, what would that advice be? Mm, um, a piece of advice. Enjoy the moment. Don't stress. Just enjoy the moment, you know? Yeah. Love it. And it's true. Why stress what you can't control? Right. The right. moment is right. here for us, for our kids. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. and, enjoy. and let them enjoy it as well, yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true mm -hmm. because sometimes it just becomes too serious. Right. 
they put themselves in a position with parents' help to make a job from a game. So now let's build on this mm-hmm. and allow them mm-hmm. to become who they are, but enjoy it in the meantime while you're doing that. Because right. sometimes you miss it. Sometimes after five years, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't realize. Right. Right. All this has happened. So enjoy every step along the way. So I love that advice. Thank oh, you. JD, I love this conversation. <laughs> I really well, did. You. And you were amazing. And thank you for coming on Courtside Moms and spending some time with Absolutely. me and teaching me about you, teaching me thank about you. Patrick. Thank you for the yes, and teaching us about financially saving our children. Um, giving us some advice. Um, Yeah, because that's very important. And I I, I appreciate that because that is some great information that parents and players need to know, Mm -hmm. especially, I mean, of course, the parents that are there now. But then when you look at amateur parents of kids who are up and coming, this is things that they can prepare themselves for now rather than waiting until your kids are in that situation and then it's a rush, it's overwhelming, where you have time to prepare yourself and say, okay, this is the direction that we're going. Let's help our children today so that when we get there, it's just easy. And then we can enjoy the moment. <laughs> the moment won't pass us. Right, 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 right. And, and, and I am speaking with some parents now and I'm giving them those one, two, three steps to make sure this is in place. Um, sometimes they have the information of like, sometimes they're like, I haven't heard that, but you know, and they're writing down, they're taking notes. So anything that I can help, even if they know that their child is in that direction, not there yet, but still these are the steps to already know, okay, get my team together, uh, uh, set up a a family business. Uh, All of these little things, it's just going to make everything else smooth. Amen. Yep. You couldn't have said it any, any better. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk soon. We will. Thank you. You're welcome. Done, baby. I do it naturally. Oh.